What time is it? What time is it's it? It's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. Welcome, 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 guys. I am KC. I am here with Hendrix. Uh-huh. We are two awkward ass millennials, and I'm here welcoming you guys to the 2 a.m. podcast. What it do? What's going on, guys? Hope you guys had a good uh, weekend, you know what I'm saying? Had a good week last week. Enjoyed, I don't know, being dope as fuck. If you're listening here, then you must be a pretty cool human being, you know what I'm saying? You're cool cats. <laughs> what? <laughs> you are so lame, bro. <laughs> but anyway, cool cats to listen to us, guy. All right, but anyways, today we're <laughs> helping you get through your Mondays, your Tuesdays, your Wednesdays, your Thursdays, your Fridays, your Saturdays, and your Sundays. And then Mondays, you're going to listen to the next episode. Maybe. Hopefully. We hope you do. Shut Every up. Monday. Why are you so, like, oh, God. I'm just saying, it it relates back to what we're going to talk about later. That you know, sometimes you don't have time. You know, sometimes you you mean well, but you don't. You know, you don't necessarily get. A That's not to my go. point for later. <laughs> 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 but anyways, as always, I hope you guys are all doing well. You know, enjoying nice. Um, well, shit, almost August weather. Leo season in this bitch was good. Hmm. My birthday is August 9th, just in case y'all don't know. I'm going to let y'all know. I'm probably going to tell y'all again next week so y'all ready. But I'm about to be another year older, celebrating my annual 21st birthday. And, um, you know, we're just going to get it done like that. You're going to have to change the uh, Miss, uh, Miss, never mind. No, I'm not that old. You trying to This motherfucker <laughs> is 30, and he's really trying Whoa. to talk about me. No, so I'm we're not, just going to let that go. I'm not 30 at all, no. You're older than me. So you tomorrow, I'm 30 then. Barely. No, you're definitely older than me. Let's not Barely. trip. Let's not trip. You might look five, but in real Barely. life, 45. All right. Well, we're going to get this show started. <laughs> actually, I didn't ask you how you doing. How you doing, trash ass person? I mean, um, Hendrix, what's good? How you doing? Well, bump a clock. Um, Being trashy. I'm doing pretty good. Like, uh, I guess just trying to approach this next week um, even more better than I did last week. So just trying to, oh Lord, just trying to improve and you know be a better person. Be How's less that trash, working out for you? Be less trash. You know, you know, if I didn't have trash people around me, you know, I might be able to be. You a should stop spending less. so much time alone. You know, what I'm saying you would not be in the company of so many trash ass people. Mm. You know what I mean? So dumpster fire. How are you this week? Welcome. <laughs> That's a cunt and a cum dumpster. <laughs> just in case you guys thought I was fucked up. I'm doing well, you know what I'm saying? I had a very uh, good, normal week, except for the fact that I worked, so that was trash. But besides my job being uh, garbage and Bed Bath and Beyond, trying to keep a real, real player down, <laughs> um, life is good, you know what I'm saying? You know, just dancing and emphasizing as someone of my level of dopeness does often, you know, we just keep it pushing, keep rocking it, leaning it, and, um, you know, put my hand on my hip i bet you dip she dip all right anyways so <laughs> we're gonna get the show started hendrix what's been going on in the trash ass universe well you know speaking of trash ass things okay so uh machine wins Every time. Machine always wins. This is why I don't fuck with machines. So, this past Wednesday at the Ohio State Fair. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. We had a couple casualties as the fireball oh, ride. Uh, if you saw this video, this video was, like, crazy. It really was. I didn't even really watch it so, all the way. I kind of, like, did one of those, like, peek through your fingers type of thing. Yeah, the fireball is a pendulum pendulum swing it goes back and forth up and down twirls you and shit like that <sighs> and one of them motherfuckers broke off and just slid yeah slid how clean. many people were injured and how many people um it's only been one confirmed casualty okay but there okay. you know multiple multiple injuries and you know that goes to like you know i i love supporting like local stuff like you know the local state fair and everything like that but like a lot of times that shit's not safe 
I mean, I don't get on anything that leaves the ground for real. <laughs> like honestly, I'm terrified of a roller coaster, and it's crazy because like I feel like people like me probably shouldn't hear these stories because it's just like in real life yes they're far and few between but it's like this is exactly why i don't fuck with the shit like that you know what i'm saying like put me in the thing put me in the dragons that you turn the wheel and they're just on the you know you're not really going nowhere you're just spinning in circles put me on that motherfucker spin me around but don't lift me off the ground for real i don't have time for that so i mean it's very tragic and sad like i'm terrified of fucking roller coasters um, I know um, I was at work and one of my coworkers was like, oh, you know, I really want to go to Cedar Point, yeah, but no, um, good, that's the same state. <laughs> and I don't really know how I feel about it. Like, that's literally what she said. She was like, you know, it's all Ohio. So uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to Cedar Point anymore. And I'm like, you right, girl. You right. I might just have to, you know, see, maybe you really need to rub, put it in ice or put it in rice, whatever you be saying. Put all the whole state of Ohio well, yeah, that, that was confirmed a long time ago. Well, well, now all aspects of it. Because, you know, us Michiganders uh, go to Ohio often for, like, Cedar Point and shit like that. I feel like. Well, yeah. I don't. I haven't been to Cedar Point in years. But a lot of people go, like, every year. It's a big deal. It's a, yeah, I don't. Um, I, don't I don't ride I don't like the that. I don't like that much excitement. I don't like heights. And I don't like being twirled around and shit like that. Yeah, well, we know. Because when you went to the carnival, you almost died. Twelve deaths. But, uh. I you told know. you switch seats. Like you could, you could sit in that side and, and feel. I my didn't pain. want to squish you, little fella. That was the way to where I was set up. You had to sit over there, okay? Protect the women and children. No, she don't want to squish me. The women and children, protect them. Um, yeah, but that it, it went. It goes back to my thing. Like a lot of times, like Cedar Point, for instance, like with the amount of people who rides their rides. And the amount of, you know what I'm saying, the amount of times that that goes, like, their maintenance is, like, top-notch. I like, mean, so also, and it's a thing that's always there. The yeah. fairs are, like, traveling, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Exactly, you, pull it, exactly. you put it together, whereas, exactly. like, Cedar Point is a constant fixture. So, so those know, things are saying, built into just, the ground just and shit. Bit, just be a little bit careful when you're going out there and, you know, getting your funnel cake and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. you know, go for the elephant ears. Don't go for a... Uh, the rides not at all actually you know i don't want to do like the whole fear tactic shit scare tactic shit i'm not saying don't ride roller coasters do what you want to do if you're about that life i went like fucking uh zip lining last summer and i never thought i would do no shit like that before in my life but i did so i, I mean, mean that was actually fun i hate heights so. it was fun that's what i'm saying i really didn't think i was gonna do it like I, at first i went on there one time i was like don't let me go <laughs> I would not take my foot off the platform because I was not about that life at that time. I'm like, oh, no, 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 uh-uh. And then I proceeded to go back, like, four times. So, I mean, um, it's definitely, you know, you can kind of conquer fears and all that good kind of shit. I'm just saying, be careful, you know what I'm saying? Maybe go, ju- you know, pull on the rail, make sure it's secure and steady. I'm definitely one of the people, after they come check my seatbelt, I check it 12 more times. I uh, sit there and pretty much just close my eyes and pray until it's over. Um, so, you know, definitely RIP. I don't mean to make a lot of the situation because it's definitely tragic and super fucked up. But sometimes you just kind of have to try to make, find some kind of light at a dark fucking uh, tunnel because that shit was fucking fucked up. I saw that in a video. It was very kind of graphic. And bi- oh, my God. I could be, Like I said, I could barely watch it. So um, definitely RIP to the person that did pass away. And I hope everyone yeah, else makes a full recovery um, that was in that situation. Yeah, definitely. Um, let's go with uh better news. We we'll go with better news. We get we would say to that whole clusterfuck for the end. Oh, um, God. according to Forbes, Michael Kors will be buying Jimmy Choo. Oh, the rich get richer for one point two billion dollars. Oh, fuck. Yeah, Jeez. I mean, and it's it's kind of crazy because. Michael Kors, like you find a Michael Kors purse for like seventy dollars. Really? But a Jimmy Choo shoe was like at least a thousand. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it ranges from like a thousand yeah, to three thousand. Like Jimmy Choo's was the shoes that like everybody was like talking about before they start talking about red bottoms for real. As far as like heels go. Yeah. You yeah. know. So, so you know, look look for Michael Kors be going. I know y'all like the Michael Kors watches and everything. That shit about to go up, bro. Yeah. Okay. When a motherfucker tell you that they, the price going up, fuck with me now. That's exactly <laughs> the shit that they was talking about. 
You should have you should have did it before. Okay, <laughs> just letting you guys know now. I'm about to go f- um, frame and box up my Michael Kors bag right, because um, sell that on eBay. I don't I don't have the time actually. <laughs> I really don't. You store that and sell that on eBay. Like it's brand new. <laughs> I like man. my bag. It's brand new, bro. That's 3, one of 000. my favorite packs. Three thousand B, brand new. What whatever. I'm just saying. Well, you know, like I said, the rich get richer. Um, that's what's up. That's dope. Um, mm, yeah. I shit. mean, I, I do kind of like the fact that a lot of these top tier brands are buying out because you know at a certain time it, it becomes like it's too much shit out here in the market. Yeah. Like so, you know, if you can kind of like inform and combine some of these things, like I mean, and honestly, like I said, well, I mean, not that. Like, well, hmm, music does control the culture to a certain extent. But, I mean, like I said, I haven't really heard anybody talk about Jimmy Shoes in a while. So, I mean, I don't know if the rich are still wearing them. Or have everybody just switched over to, you know, their bloody shoes. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, maybe, you know, that's hoping because Michael Kors is popping. So, maybe they're just like, you know, we all helping each other mm. in that kind yeah, of sense. At the end of the day, it's all Because we rocking, you know, we, we raising your stock and you are yeah. giving us a better name to stand on. So, you know, whatever, business is business. Keep it pushing. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? I know you all, you hood rich folks, will go and hood spend rich. their baby's formula money on some shit you can't afford. <laughs> That's racist. I didn't, I didn't, I mean, you don't have to be black to live in the hood. Okay. <laughs> You're racist for saying that. <laughs> all right. And um, other news, honey, other money news. Um, I'm still poor. And me too. Okay. Um, last year, Lil Boosie said that his bank account had been hacked for over $300,000. And the police have a suspect in the case. Drum roll, please. <laughs> yeah, it was his brother. His brother stole $361,000. Jeez, look, you got you gotta <laughs> watch who's around you. <laughs> you gotta watch who's around If I came into some money, guess who would not be on my side? My brother. Because <laughs> he is as equally as irresponsible and loves me probably the same amount. Not at all. So he would definitely be the type of person to, um, yeah, to just, I gotta reach down <laughs> in your purse. So, you know what I'm saying? according to the police report, um, his brother was making wire transactions to different people. And those people would, in turn, give him straight cash. So, yeah, I mean. Yeah. How long was he doing that to get. Because, you, like, the bank flag anything over 10000 Yeah, see, that's the thing. Don't ask me why I know that. I know. I trust me, I know that. <laughs> okay. Uh, but see, that was the thing. Like, um, apparently he... Uh, they have to report anything over 10 to the IRS, I think, or something like that. Yeah, apparently he uh, posed as Bootsy on the phone. And that's when shit, <laughs> well, I like... I want to know how that went. That's when shit fucked up. It's like, oh, yeah, no. Nah, we we know who this man is if we talk to him on a regular basis. That's not you. I don't care how good of an impersonation you can do of somebody right. in your family. Yeah, that's not you. He has a very distinctive voice. Yes, he does. (laughs) Very distinctive voice. So, yeah, I mean, that that just goes to that whole, you know, family and business don't mix rhetoric. Okay. I mean, honestly, you got to watch who it is around you. Just, like, like, honestly, like, people get caught up on that blood shit and what it's supposed to mean. But you still got to know the people. Like, um, I had this conversation, honestly, with my stepmother not too long ago, a couple days ago. I mean, some of the difference between nature and nurture. Like, you can grow up in the same household with somebody and everything like that. Y'all can have the same parents, the same genes, and all of that shit like that. But some shit is just in your nature. So, you can just oh, be yeah, a trash-ass fucking human being. Look, everybody DNA different. And that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. you can you can, you can can be raised a certain way. You can, you can have the same blood, the same parents, everything like that. Grow up in the same household. And y'all can be completely different people because some shit is just nature. Just, yeah. I mean, it's just who the fuck you are at the end of the day. Your core is filled of garbage. Yeah. Okay. So, in March, we um we found out that a you know nice little you know young nineteen year old woman member of the majority woman. Um, I like to say that. I like this. I just said one, I just said woman. No, I that's just, important. It's an integral part of the case. The majority woman. Mm-hmm. Um was supposedly raped and kid- kidnapped and raped by three black men. 
Well, it turns out she was fucking lying. Okay. And she is now facing up to 10 years in prison for lying about being raped and kidnapped by But she hasn't actually been charged. She's just going to trial? I'm pretty sure. Look, she fabricated the whole thing. Like, not even like, okay, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I had, like, consent. And so did the white woman that Emmett Till was fucking with. That didn't matter. I, I, I'm saying it's, it's a little bit different. Slight difference. Nah, slight very slight. Very mm, shit. Sorry. Very slight. Very slight difference. <laughs> so um, I'm in the election. Yeah. She she claimed that she was taken to the woods. She claimed that she was raped by two of the men. Um, the third one held her down. She ran to the church with her t-shirt, bra, underwear on, and while she was being examined, the nurse didn't find any evidence of sexual assault. So what the fuck? Like, she so ba- she was just bored. She basically fucked, went out in the woods and fucked herself up and came back like, oh, yeah, it was three black men that did it. Go find Wow. Them. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, she that, just, like, hate niggas or hate black people. Her boyfriend broke up with her. Like, I just want to know what caused, or she just fucking crazy. Like, what caused know, some know, shit like she that? She might have just wanted some attention or something. I don't it's know. It's a better way to make the expensive young black man that already has to worry about enough. But very true. I'm just you know whatever. Never mind. You know I guess if you're not very true. If you're a member of a majority, you don't have to think about the problems of other people face. We appreciate the ones who do though. Yeah, but I mean she told you don't have to. She told the police that things from her past were you know going you know going on in her. So she head. was crazy. You know my nephew says stuff like that when he do bad shit. <laughs> He's like it's an angel on his shoulder and the devil on his shoulder <laughs> and sometimes the devil just wins. <laughs> What? That's what he said when he get in trouble. Ben needs some. He needs some help. He need to get dropped off wherever the fuck she going. Prison, jail. Yes. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. Yes. Exactly. No, that's not. Don't don't speak that in the atmosphere, jeez. What? I'm just I'm feeling real honest today. No, please, please no. <laughs> please don't feel honest today. Feeling real honest. You know what I'm saying? All right, so that's that's, that's the the stories I had. I know Casey. Oh, I have one additional story story. to talk about everyone's a favorite American dad. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he's such a great father. Um, LeVar Ball. Mm -hmm. He, on top of being a coon and a great father, He is also misogynistic. Who's surprised? Huh? Nobody. Stay in your lane. Um, <laughs> exactly. All you women, you stay in your lane. Okay. You know, we gave him pass for the stay in your lane shit. Like, oh, okay, yeah, she, she, she did kind of like step out of bounds or whatever for that whole little comment. Like, yeah, cool. Like. No, no, no. Since he might actually be no, he's a hot that. ass mess. And he honestly, once I finish life. actually saying this story, then I'm gonna go off on you people. Okay. So Lavar Ball continued his cooning spree. Um, at the basketball game, I think one of his younger sons was playing in, right? Yeah, and the mellow treasures. All right. Well, he got um a tech. Um, a female referee gave him a technical file. And he, uh, I guess, talked to the Adidas or whatever, because they officiate something about the whatever. He yeah. talked to them, and they ended up actually switching around the referees so and replacing her and taking her out of the game. Yeah. And so, um, eventually, he did end up getting ejected because, I mean, what she was doing is just, like, you know, his unsportsmanlike behavior, which, obviously, we already know. But, you know, y'all favorite dad. I mean, she was basically doing her job. Yeah, she was just doing her job, essentially. And so, um, on top of him making some really misogynistic comments about her after the fact anyway, um, the referee group did cut ties with Adidas after the incident because they just kind of felt like it was first of all misogynistic um and just kind of very the wrong the wrong decision to make like he eventually got rejected anyway so y'all changed the referee did all this stuff to appease him and then the referee group decided that that was fucked up you know um and they made the right decision by cutting ties with adidas because of their practices and what they did was just completely unrepresentative of what they wanted to be presented to the world you know and so 
him being a trash ass human being he also said wait what did he say fucked up about her let me see it was a whole bunch of misogynistic shit. Um, he pretty much said she was out of shape. Oh, yeah. He said she was out of shape. She couldn't keep up. She didn't know what she was doing. Um, Even though she was probably one of the more distinguished reps yeah, there. Yeah, she said that she should have just called the game. And, you know, he pretty much was saying, making it seem like she was just, like, picking on him because of who he was and the notoriety and the, like, attention that she would get because of it. He tried to pretty much make that claim that she was just trying to act a certain way and look strong and that she wasn't qualified and that all this kind of stuff. Just really insulting. She's not in shape kind of thing. She's not calling the game right. She didn't even understand. And that she was just trying to make a name for herself at his expense. So, um... (laughs) I mean, it's sad because, you know, just when I started, like, you know, warming up to this motherfucker, he do some stupid shit. Oh, you was warming up to him? <laughs> I mean, I, I have to look at his bald head ass for like the next ten years. And his very yellowish teeth—I don't know if that was real, but they look pretty bad. Um, the National Basketball Referee Association, um, which is the union representing the NBA officials, they definitely tweeted on Sunday that it was an appalling incident, and they called his comments misogynistic, which is what they were. They called, <clears throat> excuse me, a spade a spade. And I mean, he's a trash ass person. Like now, like I said, now about you people. That is the story. But to you people, to you people, um, I often see posts on social media, whether it's on Facebook or on Twitter or anything like that, and they're usually like talking about other black people and other people in general, like, "Oh, y'all talking about LeBron Ball, saying he cooning, saying he did, saying he that. This is just how a passionate black father acts, and y'all ain't never had no daddies around when y'all was growing up, and that's why y'all wild and y'all don't give a fuck." You know, all kind of stuff. And it's just, like, it's the most ridiculous shit ever because, like, you being a supportive father has nothing to do with you being fucking ignorant. Like, it just doesn't. Like, it just doesn't. Yeah. Like, you can be supportive. You can be a good dad. Look, shit, look at, I mean, Matthew knows. She eventually fired him, but he wasn't cooning, no. Like, he was supportive. He was her manager. He wasn't doing nothing crazy. He wasn't shit, but that didn't have to, you know what I'm saying? Y'all didn't know that at first. So, it's just, like, it's definitely a way to be a supportive father and be all of this stuff like you don't have to be seen like it's no it's no reason why i know his name and i don't even know his son's name they're playing the fucking nba for real i mean i think it's a method to his madness like it is a character he no he he's actually, definitely a character but he he's still ignorant he's as fuck a though character and i think it's a lot of it is to it was supposed to be to take pressure off of his kids, but in reality, he's just putting more pressure on them. I just feel like, I don't know. they actually have to do the work. I mean, I feel like the fact that he's cooning, though, that's my problem. No, like, I feel like you can you can have a big personality without you being ignorant. Like, I feel like so, people, so many people, like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, oh, you know, y'all are just mad because, you know, y'all never seen a black supportive father. I have a black supportive father, and he's not a coon at all. Actually, he doesn't really like people, and he's kind of quiet. I just feel like. Yeah, I have a I, black supportive father. He's funny as fuck. I, don't, I wouldn't call him coonish, but yeah, he's. Yeah. I just feel like he just acts really, like, extra and all this personality and stuff. And it's just like, you don't have to be that way if you have the personality. To, I mean, like, you don't have to have this very vibrant personality if you have the skill set to back it up. Let your kid's skill speak for itself. Like, you can be supportive. You can be dominant. You can, you know, be in control of your business, dealings, and everything like that. But all of this stuff that he does is just so unnecessary. And I hate that people are, so, are like, encouraging it and supporting it. Like, oh, y'all don't know how a black supportive father looks. And it's just like... Don't we like don't, it, right? We don't, or you, you don't. Like you, you wish you had like a, a dad Conan like this because that just to me just doesn't even seem like somebody I would even want representing me in that way because it's really embarrassing. Like I just can't imagine it. Like their dad is extra as fuck. Like oh, he's just supportive and proud of his kids, and he know what he got, and he's doing this, that, and the third. That's fine, but I just feel like it's levels to this shit, and the <laughs> stuff that he do is just he just does way, way, way too much, and. He this is just his per his personality is just a hot ass mess. That's just that's all it is. Like I said, it's no reason why I should know his name and don't even know the name of none of his sons, because that's all I hear all the time. Lavar Ball, Lavar Ball, Lavar Ball, Ball. I don't even know which the name of the fucking son that play basketball. Like I said, so Lonzo. Yeah. Okay. So like I said, just it's just ways to be better. Like you don't have to be like that. And 
I don't understand why some people are like, oh, you, you, <laughs> he's just supportive. He's that? just supportive. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just like, no, like, you can be normal. Calm the fuck down. Like, I mean, I think the, the worst part is people feel like extremes are like, he's literally, like, it, it, the thing is that he's making it, he's like a character, a caricature of the black person. Like, I feel like if you're going to con- like condemn him the way y'all condemn, the girls on Love and Hip Hop or Basketball Wives, like, oh, they're making black women look bad. He's making black people look bad. He's like, he just looks like a coon. He's oh, he's a character trip of black person. Like, can we just have like normal people present? Because that's the thing. When people then come across black people, they don't think about the regular cool, nice, calm, well-spoken, good-hearted person at the fucking store. They think about the coon on TV, misogynistically insulting women and being extra and on fucking wrestling shows and shit and being fucking ridiculous and cooning all the fucking time. That's the shit that they're going to think about. They're not going to think about the normal people. They're going to think about the characters of the bullshit. Yeah, so it's definitely not a good representation. Like, exactly. Of, so I'm just saying, like, think about your representation instead, instead of just uh, praising everything you fucking see because it's just some bullshit. But I mean, whatever. I didn't want to go off on this rant. Well, I lied. I always like going off on rants. But um, I was about to say that's a lie. You said you was going off on a rant. I didn't. I just said I was going to talk to you people. You people that's encouraging this nonsense. I wanted to talk to you guys. And, I mean, I'm pretty sure y'all are already idiots. So, y'all not going to actually respect what I'm trying to tell y'all. Because if you support him, you obviously don't have all your marbles. So, um, hope uh, Lonzo continues to flourish in the NBA and be an asset to the trash. La- I mean, the Lakers. <laughs> all right. So. Watch your mouth. Okay, trash bag. So. <laughs> What's on your mind? Besides uh, hating LeBron Ball this week. Well, I mean, I don't hate him. I just think he's an idiot. But um, on my mind is my birthday. Like I said, it's on Wednesday. I'll be at work. But you guys can definitely wish me a happy birthday via social media. or if Next you- Wednesday. <laughs> No, me, yeah, sorry, next Wednesday, August 9th. Um, <laughs> you can wish me a happy birthday or, you know, you know, call me, beat me, if you want to reach me, if you have my number. Um, uh, can I get your number? No. Uh, <laughs> looking forward to um, taking new stages and steps and progressing and through life and all that kind of stuff like that. I have a break from work coming up. I'm super excited about that. Um moving buying stuff getting my life together all that kind of stuff um this whole new uh vegetarian aspect of my life i'm really excited about i got my like little new hairdo popping i'm feeling real earth mothery you know what i'm saying i don't eat meat i got a little phylloxy and i'm feeling little little earth mother you know what I'm saying? I feel like I should live in Whole Foods. Yeah, you know she look like a chocolate Cree Summers. I'm just saying. Like, I just feel like I should be all, or, or like, I told Hendrix he need to stop wasting water bottles and destroying the earth. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I said that for real, with passion behind I mean, it. but you, I have like a cup. You actually use the water bottle. It's the water bottles that work. They already bottles, though. I'm just <laughs> saying. So, don't destroy any more plastic. Um, the world is, the water is polluted water bottles. Okay. Anyways, so um, <laughs> <laughs> Meek Mill album is dope. Y'all already know where I stand, but it really is a dope album. I like his new single with Chris Brown. Yeah, Chris Brown. Um, I like it. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Um, yeah, his album was great. Can't wait to the Sister concert. Um, I also hate everybody. Um, I'm trying to find a birthday dress, but it's just really hard because like. I mean, I don't go nowhere. I don't do shit. I don't even know if people go for dresses. Everybody just shop at boutiques now, or is that just like a Detroit thing? Well, whatever. I don't know. Also, you know, your your body is changing. My body so. is changing. Like honestly, the mm, I really think I'm starting to think I have a sensitivity to meat because like it seems as now that it just blows me up because ever since I stopped eating it, it's just like ugh. But we did have like a trash ass dinner yesterday, and like. I wouldn't call it trash. Well, no, it wasn't trash. It was a soul. We did like a vegetarian soul food kind of day where we made like greens without meat in it, which I know is really hard for black people. But we made like greens. It and tastes like greens. Macaroni and yams and um, mashed potatoes and what else we had? Is that it? You said macaroni and cheese? Yeah. Um, that might have been it. And baked beans. And, and baked so. Beans. A whole bunch of carbs. Yes, we did. But <laughs> I carbs actually... Carbs are good for you people. I actually do, like, kind of carb low away more since I um, stopped eating meat. Um, but 
I also maintain a calorie deficit. So when you don't eat in like a calorie surplus, carbs are really harmful in that way. But you know, whatever. I'm not here to what the health you. I'm just saying that um, you can eat more carbs if you choose, as long as you're not in as extreme calorie surplus. I eat more carbs than anything else. And yesterday. If you're thinking that that sounds like a whole bunch of fat ass shit, it was. I went to sleep immediately after because on top of <laughs> me also eating a vegetarian diet, which is really easy to actually fuck up a vegetarian diet in the sense that it doesn't necessarily scream healthy. Because if you sit there and eat a whole bunch of processed foods or if you sit there and eat a whole bunch of fat shit like chips and bagels and donuts and cakes and stuff like that, you will gain weight. I actually still calorie count. So even though I knew I was eating that trash ass shit, that was the only thing I ate that day. So it's just kind of like you just have to structure yourself in a certain way. I'm no dietitian and I'm not here to give you advice. I'm just telling you what the fuck I do. So um, it was good. I mean, that was I usually eat clean most of the time. So that put me to fucking sleep. Like it was like, oh my God, there's a lot of yes, heavy, fatty carbs and my ass went to sleep. So very tragic. Um, <laughs> it's not just the meat people. <laughs> it's the sugar and all stuff like that because I don't eat a lot of sugar anymore. And all that stuff. a lot of stuff came in with me, um, like stopping the meat products. But um, yeah, I think that's all I need and meek and <laughs> and all that good stuff. I'm trying to think of anything else that took place that needed my attention, but no, not really. Oh, hmm. I feel well. I'm suddenly slightly obligated, kind of, in re- to speak on it slightly, only because I know I am a Rick Ross fan. I, oh, Lord. I know we discussed last week about separating your artistry from the person you are um in general sense i am able to do that (laughs) so i still am a ross fan i'm not going to defend him against anybody you know what i'm saying like i have my own gripes with feminism so i'm not ever gonna do that i'm never gonna do that but obviously kind of inappropriate comments is he still a dope artist? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, is it going to, like, when Ross comes on a song, like, I'm all for it. And I don't think that that's going to change. Do I feel like he's a dope person and I want to, like, be his bestie and shit? No. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But you can say that about most niggas, though. Most males, honestly. Um, It's just kind of something that's, I mean, like, we kind of almost raised males to be misogynistic in a lot of ways. But I'm not going to go into that. That sounds like a a LAL topic. Because it definitely goes both ways. Like, you know, it's a lot of people out here that are nice to look at. Trash. I I, I mean, I'm just saying. We raised men and kind of be shitty people. But, I mean, um, yeah, shit. What can I say? I'm still a Ross fan. I mean, like I said, the way he was talking to Angela Yee or whatever, completely inappropriate. The comments he made about why he hasn't signed a female rapper also inappropriate. Both of those things also. Is, uh, I know I'm about to offend somebody. Not my beef at all. Um, so as far as like the whole women rights thing, that's don't don't have more respect for women. As far as like you a dope artist thing and I'm still a fan of your music, that just personally don't have nothing to do with me. All right. But anyway, so I'm going to keep it pushing. Um, Hendrix, what's on your mind? Um... I've been enjoying my fire stick, just watching a lot of like random ass movies. I need to see Girls Trip, sorry, I need to point that out too. So anybody, I don't have no friends. Anybody want to take me to go see Girls Trip? Actually, I'm probably going to take myself today, but I'm just saying. Yeah, I would. You know, I would. I would love to go with you. You would have to go to work. Yeah, I, I mean that would, that would be a nice little sacrifice, you know. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I was just watching movies. Uh, of course, music is always. And I've just been like reading a lot, a lot of shit, like especially with this the North Korea shit, you know, and all that, and them testing nukes and everything. And then again with like this whole trans military ban, like it's a lot of, it's a oh, lot of, it's a lot man. of fucked up shit behind that. I'm not gonna really speak too too much on that, but yeah, we gotta kind of like start looking at stuff with like an open mind. Because if somebody's willing to do something that you're not willing to do, it doesn't matter their sexual orientation or how they were born or how they look at themselves. They're doing you a service. So we got to kind of, you know what I'm saying, you got to kind of open your mind up to the fact that everybody's going to be different. That we live in a time of different people. 
So you just got to be more, a little bit more accepting of the fact that people are different. People have different values than you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, everything is not black and white. Absolutely. I don't even know. I'm just. um, Yeah, don't look that up. Because we're going to have a conversation later about the the whole band. Oh, no, no, no. I definitely have looked into it. I was just going to say, I wasn't completely engaged. So I didn't. I'm just making sure you don't have, you didn't say anything problematic. Because I know sometimes you do. Because, I I mean, it's hard. It's a thin line. So yeah, I would just try, no. I try, just try to correct you because I don't want to offend anybody. No, but no, I don't no. think you said anything problematic. I would just say I didn't get no, to key no, in. Like I said, I, I, I'm not trying to go there with that this week. But yeah, it's definitely something that needs uh, needs more eyes on it. It's just, it's definitely bullshit. But you know, you know, whatever. Anyway, is that all that's on your? Yes, that is. It's all that's on my mind. <laughs> So, Ooh, yeah. Excuse um, me. Anyways, um, I don't think we have any no. Way. No one cares about us, but if you want to, you can do so now and next week. And you can email us at ask two am podcast at gmail dot com. Send any questions, comments, or concerns you might have. You want to ask Hendrix why he's a trash bag? You can do so. If you want to ask me why I'm the dopest person you ever came across, you can do so. You can do both of those things at ask two am podcast at gmail dot com, and that is the number two. We look forward to hearing from you. So. That leaves us into our L&L topic This for is actually going to be fun. This week. I feel like this is going to be fun. Why you say that? Because it's, 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 a, it's a topic that I can be a little bit excited about because I have feelings on it and stuff like that. You have that. feelings? Yes. Well, that is not common. So we're going to let him have the floor. No, I'm joking. But I'm going to introduce the topic real quick. We're going to talk about friendship um, this Week and really kind of almost like defining friendship in a way, I guess, because I know I had a conversation. Well, I'll tell you the background a little bit. It kind of stemmed for a conversation I was having with my friends. Yes, all two of them. And um, we had a conversation this morning about friendship and about what it means to for someone to actually be your friend and how, you know, it's easy to like throw the term around and use it loosely. And we have to put stipulations on our friendships and um, those kind of things like that because you know people are trash as fuck and I'm gonna let Hendricks have the floor but I know I definitely have a lot to add to it as well but I'm gonna let you you know kind of say what you're thinking as far as the whole idea goes with you know friends I mean I think a lot of a lot of people have to understand that we live in a day and time now that people aren't accessible 24-7 you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of times... Which is ironic. That's ironic. Yeah, I mean, even you know, even though we live in this, like, social media age or whatever, so everybody knows what you're doing, everybody knows where you're at, you know, you, you make your, your presence known all the time. You're not actually physically able to be there yeah. for people. And, you know, a lot of people get, like, upset about the fact that you aren't physically able to be there all the time. I mean, we have lives. We work. You know, some people have kids. You know, some people work two jobs. You know, some people are just fucking tired from working. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody's not going to just jump at every opportunity to just, like, be around you. And some people have to understand that. Like, whether it's... Uh, you know, a special event, you're getting married, or, you know, you're having a baby, or it's your birthday, or whatever it is. Like, yeah, I can, I can consciously say, oh, I want to participate in certain things, but that doesn't always mean I'm going to be able to do that. So don't, you know what I'm saying? Don't, don't call me, you know, all kind of motherfuckers and disloyal. And I ain't got no friends and shit like that because I miss engagement that you had. Like that's that's kind of it's kind of whack. I mean, I think for me, like, okay, let me let me go back a little bit because the conversation. How this conversation started with me and my friends? It was somebody um, that we know, a mutual friend of all of ours, and I guess she has a birthday thing every year, and um, people didn't show up really I guess she didn't have a good turnout and so she made a post and she was upset about it and she was just kind of like you know 
you know, this is some bullshit. Like, I show up to everything, every wedding, every baby shower, every bridal shower. Like, I just don't understand how, you know, you can show up for people that don't want to show up to, for you. And she was really upset about it. Like, from now on, like, just don't fuck with me kind of thing. Like, I'm going on a cruise next year. I don't need y'all to come. I don't need y'all, you know, whatever. No one's going to care. Like, I care. Um, somebody proceeded to comment on said status and she went the fuck off on them <laughs> as well. And um, and so, like, my friend, we were talking about it. She was just kind of like, you know, people don't have to care. They don't. You know what I'm saying? No one's going to care like you care. And also, you know what I'm saying? No one's going to care like your close friends and family will. Now, for me, in this particular situation, it's harder for me to understand it because I do not have a lot of friends. Um, and I have a very small family, too. So, like, literally the people that I expect to be at my party or, like, expect to come out for my birthday are, like, the same people that are I'm, I spend every holiday with and every, right. you know what I'm saying, and every birthday and everything. with. So, it's just kind of very, like, I have a very, very small circle. People say they have a small circle. I really have a fucking small circle. Like, yeah. I just don't go around using that word loosely. And I feel like that's the one thing, though. It's very... It's an elementary idea to say, you know, you can't call everybody your friend, but you really, really can't. And I learned that at a very, honestly, not as soon as I should have. Yeah. So, like, I know I was telling my friend when we were talking about this further, I was just like, it's so easy for you to be someone's friend. You know what I'm saying? For you to say, that's my friend. Yeah, friend, friend is a word. Exactly. Nah. It's so easy to throw it around. And I said, you know, people use the term really loosely. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not the person that you can hang out with or you can gossip with. It's not the person that you can, you know, um, shoot the shit with, party with, all of this stuff like that. Like, go shopping with, you know, whatever. Go to eat. You know, it's in those mm. You can easily do those things with an associate. I feel like those are things you can do with your friend, but that's not what makes y'all friends. Y'all aren't friends because of proximity. Y'all aren't friends because it's convenient. Y'all are friends because y'all truly care about each other, respect each other. You want each other to win. You want them to have good things in life. When you consider someone your friend, you need to take them at their best, their worst. You need to accept the bad and the good. And it's like, for me, it's a lot of triggers in that. I know a a while back I seen a post that this girl made. I was talking to Hendrix about this earlier. And she was saying this girl that she knows that was her friend that she complains too much. Sorry. She complains too much and she whines too much and she like, whoa, was me and stuff like that. I'm like, well, that's not your friend. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm thinking. It's not your friend because if if it was your friend, you would want to know what's wrong with her. What is is stemming her to complain? Is this just her personality or is there something really going on in her life that I should really inquire about as her friend because I care about her well-being versus this person is annoying. My life is good. I'm in a good place and I don't want you depressing me and Debbie down me because if that's your friend you're not going to do that to them exactly. so that's why i said as far as like people like who is there to support you who is there when you're really going through some stuff who wants you to win who is there to cheer you up who is there to encourage you all these different kind of things like that you need to think about it before you consider someone your friend i was telling my best friend a story of like when my mom passed away and i called our other roommate at the time that i did, I did consider this, this young lady my friend but I called our roommate at the time. My mom was in the hospital. I was down in the city seeing her and telling her what was going on. Because she called me and she was like, you know, I want to update, like, what's going on? And I proceeded to cry on the phone. And what she did is instead of trying to talk to me or anything, she just ran and gave my best friend a call the phone so she could talk to me. And I was like, at that moment, like, I realized that that's not my friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, your friend is not going to run away from you because you're in a situation and they can't handle it. Like, you're not going to think, like, when you, it's almost kind of like a selflessness that comes with being someone's friend. And in that moment, she cannot put herself aside. Like, you know, I don't want to deal with this shit, so I'm going to put it off on somebody else. And I feel like that's the kind of thing. It's like, it's it's almost, I think we talked about it before, how you can ask someone how they're doing or if, you know what I'm saying, or stuff like that. But you really don't want the answer. Like, how often does you, you, you ask a random person or someone that you're really not cool with? Like, hey, how going? are you? Or, How's you know, going, and you don't really want them to be like... Well, I lost my job. My husband cheating on me. My baby won't stop crying. Whoa. You got colic, like Whoa, got colic and shit. And uh, I don't have to pay my rent. And Whoa. you know I'm kind of depressed. And I'm thinking about killing myself. Like you don't really want them to do <laughs> that. You, out, you really just want them to be like, I'm good. My friends aren't like that. 
You know what I'm saying? Because they're my friends. I've been friends with them for 20-something years. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when I when they ask me something, like, okay, are you okay? What's been going on with you? If We can we can kind of feel each other's energy at this point. So, it's just, like, I can know, like, okay, what's going on? And I'm going to ask it. I'm asking because I really want to know. You know what I'm saying? As far Absolutely. In comparison to someone just being like, you good? Like, cause I feel like that's how she called me. She called me, like... Are you okay? And I'm like, like I know it's fucked up shit going on, but you good, right? right exactly. Right? Like I no, feel like even though it's no, fucked up shit, you want to be like, yeah, okay. my mom's dying, but how's your life? How's your boyfriend? You know what I'm saying, kind of yeah. thing. And it was just like, girl, I can't. I don't have any of that for you right now. And she couldn't handle the reality of what I was going through at that moment. And I was like, is the same thing happened to me? In a similar thing, after my mom did pass away, it was like about a year or two years later, and I was out with a coworker. And I actually was the one that drove, and it was, like, the day before Mother's Day. And, you know, kind of like, if you've ever went through some stuff, you will understand. But kind of like a mood just kind of just came over me. And I just was kind of sad and kind of just got into, like, a little depressed kind of feeling. And I really wanted to go home. And I had drove, and they were really upset. You know what I'm saying? It was before Uber was popping because I would have told them to get the fuck on. Um <laughs> But, uh, yeah, like, it was just kind of like, they was mad. When it's like, I'm really in, like, this really bad place right now. I'm really depressed. It's like one of, I think at this point, either my first or second Mother's Day without my mom. And I really just wasn't, I really didn't have it for people. And I just really needed a moment. And, like, they were literally, like, mad and upset. Like, these are my friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, because my friends would be like, you know what? You're like, go home. Like, it's fine. Actually, not even go home. Like, I'm coming with you. And we're, I'm going to cheer you up. We can watch right. movies or something. Instead of being like, girl, I want to go out and da-da-da-da-da-da. And these niggas, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're like, these are not my friends. Yeah. And, it's, and it's moments like that. I feel like it's the important stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because me and my friends, we're all very realistic. Like, you know, one of my friends is married. No, we all have jobs, careers, school, all these different kind of things. So it's just like... We're more understanding. I feel like if you have a friend, you're more understanding. Like, I know you can't make everything I go to. My friend lives out the, out the city. You know what I'm saying? She li- li- um, lives, like, three hours away. I know she can't make it to everything. I know she can't always be around. You know what I'm saying? If something is important, we're there. You know what I'm saying? If you need us, we're there. But as far as, like, your birthday or this or that, I mean, weddings, baby showers, are different. Obviously, those are important things. Um, cause I'm waiting for Nicole to have a baby. Hey girl, where am I in there? You said, all right. But anyways, <laughs> like I'm like stuff like that. Like that's important, but it's like your birthday happens every year. I really don't expect, you know, for everyone to make everything. Only person that's obligated to make my birthday every year is my dad. And that's cause he made me and that's because I'm in his life in the center of his universe. But besides <laughs> that, everybody else can pretty much do what they got to do. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because that's the thing. It, that's a t- kind of a term and conditioning when it comes to me and my friend. I work every single weekend. I don't really have a lot of weekends off. You know what I'm saying? It's very uncommon for me to have weekends off yeah. unless I take the day off. My friends understand that. They work very traditional schedules. They work, you know, Monday through Friday kind of thing. They have every weekend off. But if they come into town or they want to hang out, they already know Kenny's can't make it. Yeah, whatever. Um, so, I mean, it's just one of those things where <laughs> you you have to learn and you get in. Like, that's the thing with real friendship where it's just like you understand that they have lives. So it's just like I can't imagine myself getting really pissed off because my friend can't make my birthday because these are my real friends. I don't have associates. I don't have, you know, like the things like a little like – Mm, I don't know, a little what a fair weather friends kind of thing. No, no. And then on top of that, if I did, like people that I like the coworkers that I do talk to while I'm at work and stuff like that, I don't put that kind of pressure on them to even put those place those expectations on our relationship to be like, you better be at my birthday. I'm gonna beat your ass. I'm gonna be really mad and depressed, and we're never gonna talk again. Because it's just like we don't even get down like that. Like you know what I'm saying? It's cool sometimes, but we don't have that type of relationship. So. Yeah, um, I mean, as far as the whole like, look, you know, I don't really celebrate my birthday anyway. So that that was not even an issue. Like, you know, just write me on Facebook, tell me happy birthday, shit like that. You know what I'm saying? If I do have a little get together, like if you come, you come. If you don't, you don't. Like I'm I'm one of those people who don't expect anything from anybody. Like that's just my mentality. So everything is you know what I'm saying, everything is extra because I don't feel like people are obligated to do anything for me. And I don't, I don't understand how other people don't feel like that. Like you can't put obligations on anybody, whether they're your friends, whether they're your uh, significant other, whether you're, you know, even your parents. Like you know what I'm saying? Nobody's obligated to do shit for you. Nobody's obligated to spend time, their time, their, you know what I'm saying? Like time is very valuable. So 
if somebody is actually going, you know what I'm saying, going out of their way to spend time with you on any day, you know, to have a conversation, what have you, like, that's that's an extra, that's a plus. Like, you can't just be like, oh, this motherfucker didn't answer their phone. Like, oh, okay, yeah, we ain't cool. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I'm notorious for not answering my phone. And a lot of times it's not even because... You know what I'm saying? He's I, just trash with no, the phone. No, it's not even because I don't, like, necessarily want to talk. Like, I might be going, you know what I'm saying? Like, I might be going through something myself. And I don't like, I really don't like burdening people with my issues. So, a lot of times I'll just, you know, shut up, not talk. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't, I don't want to be like, oh, well, you know, how was your day? Well, you know, my life is, like, trash. Like, my shit falling apart. Like, I need help. I want, you know what I'm saying? I need, you know... $1,500, like, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. I don't, I don't like putting that on people. So a lot of times I just break away. And my friends understand that. My friends know that, okay, yeah, you know, Hendrix is going through some shit. You know, when he feel like talking to me, he'll talk to me. Now, on the reverse, if it's, you know what I'm saying, if it's something important for them, then yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, bro, I need to talk to you. All right, I got you. We can talk about, you know what I'm saying, your shit. You know, so I have no problem with, you know, being a listening ear and giving advice and shit like that. But a lot of times you don't necessarily want to talk about this shit that's going on in your life. You don't feel like burdening people. But your real friends actually let you do that. They're actually welcoming of you doing that. Like, they actually care. They're actually supportive. They'll actually work, you know, work with you to get through that. But, you know, the, the associates, they only want shit when, like, shit is good. Like, so if it's not good, it, they kind of just, like, run away. Like, oh, okay, well, you know, you have fun dealing with that shit. And, um, you know, call me when you want to go out or, you know what I'm saying, or you want to smoke or some shit like that. Like, that's the, that's the those are the type of people that I do not need in my life. Like, I don't even welcome that type of energy in my life. Stay the fuck away from me. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. You Like I said, like, the, the, the whole idea was that being what me and my friends came to is just kind of like, you have to put these kind of stipulations on your friendships. You have to be more particular about who you go around considering your friend and calling your friend because it should be more like things that you require from people to be your friend than just, oh, we have fun together or, you know, they have a car kind of exactly. thing. <laughs> like, like a lot of that shit is like materialistic. Yeah, like materialistic or just convenience. Like, oh, you know, well, we have the same off days. You know what I'm saying? Like kind of stuff like that. Like, oh, you know, it's convenient because if I actually want to do something, this person is going to be available. Like stuff like that. Like you have to put more stock into it. You have to be like, okay, well, is this someone that I feel like respects me and talks to me and honestly and all this different kind of stuff. Like, have more stipulation on your friendships um, and don't just throw around the word so loosely because you feel free to have like associates and you hang out with your coworkers and stuff like that but you can't put the same pressures on them that you would put on your real friends because you should definitely know that line right. and, and kind of draw that line between like who you actually consider like okay this is my real close friend and then someone that you actually is just like okay well they're you know what I'm saying like this person is cool like you know they're cool, they're cool enough to hang around with and stuff like that but they don't really actually going to like help me through like the real trying and defining moments in my life they're really not that person and another thing also, and this is something that comes along a lot, and it actually relates to the story we're talking about, a lot of people have to stop considering their coworkers their friends, okay? Just because y'all go out on lunch and, you know what I'm saying, y'all might go out after work and have a drink or, you know what I'm saying, you might go to a, a little get-together or something together. That's not your fucking friend. You should not expect them to be at every single engagement, that's that's not realistic like those are your coworkers. those are, you can develop a friendship with coworkers, but in the grand scheme of things they y'all just work together y'all in the same space so y'all talk y'all go out y'all hang because y'all in the same space yeah you know what you doing after work oh i'm about to go uh you know give me a little bite to eat all right cool i'll go with you and that kind of made me think about the whole post that started the conversation that me and my friends had is that like that you know like the young lady was saying like you know my real friends they told me if they couldn't make it and it's like well you need you can stop right there like those are your real friends like the people that you were really really close to 
they made it a point to say, you know what, actually, I have to work, or I have this, or I have a previous engagement, or I have, you know, whatever, this coming up. That's what your real friends are obligated to do because of the relationships you're having. Not even an obligation, but they feel necessary to do. Yeah. The people that you aren't necessarily that cool with, they don't really have, they don't feel like they have to do that. So it's kind of like you put those best friend pressures on people that are like your associates. You kind of just have to really draw that line and know the difference because you can't place those same expectations that you have on your real friends on everybody else because, you know, that's how they see you. It's the difference between, like, you have to make somebody a priority. You can't expect someone who is, like, that you're just kind of, like, generally cool with to make your birthday this day that's special and important to you because i'm not going to downplay anybody's birthday some people will make a really big deal about it and somebody people hate their birthdays so it's just like if your birthday is super important to you you still can't expect and put that pressure on everybody else like these people that are just like oh you know your buddies that you just kind of run with and hang out with sometimes you can't expect them to like prioritize your day the way you will so it's just in a certain in that just in regards to like that kind of nobody's gonna care aspect of aspect of it no one's going to care about it like you do so i just feel like that's really important to just differentiate between what makes someone like your friend and like just being cool with them like because it definitely is a difference and i know like my people people like say it because it's convenient to be like oh my friends you know or my friend so-and-so instead of saying my coworker or my associate or this person i'm kind of cool with it might be easier to just call everybody your friend but it's like you can't it's okay. No, let me yeah. say this. It's okay. If it's convenient, <laughs> fine. Call everybody your friend. But what you need to know is realize at least you know the difference and that you can decipher and that you don't put those expectations that you might have with your close friends on these people that are really just associates in the actions and in your actual relationship. Now, also, like, look in the mirror. Please look in the mirror. Like, because I feel like people a lot of times do things and they expect other people to do the same things that they do. Like, it's not going to be that way. So, don't say, oh, well, you know, I go to this, this, and that. Like, I'm at, you know, baby showers. That's and true. Weddings. Especially if you're the single friend. I, I went to your birthday party. Okay, that's cool. I appreciate you going to my birthday party. But I had some shit to do when you went out for your birthday party. I mean, that's a good point. Well, especially if you are um, the single friend. With no kids. And no husband. That's what I mean. I, I'm not single. Um, because well, never mind. I'm about to say something else that was <laughs> going to be offensive. Um, but, like, if you're the single friend and you have the ability, especially if you like a regular single friend, you got a regular life, you live, you work a nine to five, and you're off on weekends, and you got no priority or no life for real. And you are able to make it to the weddings and make it to the baby showers and the bridal showers and the birthdays and the gatherings and the labors and the delivery, whatever the fucks. You know mm. what I'm saying? You have that time. That's I feel like you, it comes to a point where you have to realize the difference between you and other people. You won't have no life, boo. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, you ain't got shit else to do. So it's just like, if your married friend with kids can't make it to your birthday, can't make it to your um baby your baby shower, can't make it to the random lunch date that you want to plan in the middle of the week, can't make it to these things because maybe they don't have a babysitter or maybe they have something, maybe they kid got sick. Maybe. It's so many, like, life happens. And I feel like as we get older, you kind of have to get more understanding of the relationships you have with friends. You have to grow the fuck up. Because... You just have to be more understanding. Like, stuff, like, like life happens, and you can't control everything like that. So, like, their lives at that point has, has changed. Like, so they're not available as much as they would usually be. So, you have to just account for the fact that at that point, they can't always be there the way that you want them to. Yeah, everybody's not going to be able to do everything with you. Yeah. So, I mean, it's different things. So, I mean, I guess ultimately what I would say take away from it is that... First of all, you have to watch who you claim to be your friend. Like, don't throw the word around so loosely, and you can't just, you know, you have to actually have stipulations on your friendships and what you actually consider and who you actually consider worthy. And then secondly, for the people who are your friends, you have to have realistic expectations of your friendship. So it's just like you can't expect them to be there for every single thing. And you have to just have realistic ideas of the, you know what, this person has to work. I know my best friend lives two hours away. You know what I'm saying? I know my best friend that live that is local works like a very down, like, you know, like a very intense schedule. So it's just like, I don't expect them to just have all this, all their free time to be given to me 
And I mean, like in the same way that they understand that I work on every fucking weekend. So I work their off days. I'm at work and vice versa. My off days, they're at work. So it's just like you have to have like a common understanding of each other and each other's lives and everything like that. And that doesn't make us any less friends because we love the fuck out of each other. Like I said, we've been all been friends for 20 years. So it just comes down to just being understanding and all the different kind of stuff like that. Yeah, my best friends have kids, so I don't even, like, get, you know, the majority of my friends in general, but definitely my best friends have kids. So I don't even get, like, oh, you want to hang out? Like, oh, well, I got the kids. Like, okay, cool. Like, we can we can get together some other time. Yeah, so, I mean, just as simple as that. But, yeah, definitely, like, think about who you consider your friend and then ultimately think about the um pressures that you put on your friendship and as far as the expectations that you have and make sure you're being realistic as well and understanding as well um but that's going to wrap it up for the LL topic for this week so Hendrix what's been grinding your gears grinding my gears um just the whole upselling like a lot of times people in the sales um sales industry will upsell the fuck out of you like even though you you know what I'm saying you're not necessarily you don't necessarily want like top shelf shit just because you can get top shelf shit they'll give it to you like you know what i'm saying like that's not i understand y'all got a job y'all make you know y'all you live off commission and shit like that you know i i get that like sometimes i'm willing to work with you and everything but a lot of times like i just want a basic you know what i'm saying a basic good i don't want like a, a super luxury item so just give me my basic and keep it pushing don't don't Oh well, you can get the you know the Turbo Fire nine thousand. Like yeah, but uh, I really want like the three thousand. Like, but you can get the nine thousand. That's cool, bro. But yeah, three thousand. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that shit at all. Okay. Well, for this week, I would say what's grinding my gears. I have two. They're they're both kind of short. Um, the first one is about I guess kind of like the. Honestly, I can't even say it's grinding my gears. It's more frustrating than anything, but I understand it because I was the same way at one point. It's kind of like a naivety kind of thing, a naivety, whatever. Um, I know, like, I'm having a birthday dinner, and I was talking to one of my coworkers at work, and she was like, if you don't eat meat, why are you having a dinner? And it's like, <laughs> bitch, that don't mean I don't eat food. Like, what do, what do you mean? Like, I can still eat food. I just don't eat meat. Like, it's so many things without meat in it. Like, I just don't understand. Like, I'm not vegan. I don't know what they be eating, but <laughs> whatever. But, I mean, like, I said, I understand it because I was that naive before, too. Like, you know what I'm saying? When you were raised eating, like, a traditional diet, you're just like, well, everything. Meat is the center of the universe kind of thing. And yeah. so you just kind of expect it to mm. a certain extent. And then you realize that the bulk of the world doesn't eat meat like that for real. I'm just saying like, there's ways around it, definitely. Yeah. And then secondly, um, um, Bed Bath & Beyond is grinding my gears. Um <laughs> Because uh, they put like some kind of weird hold on my account where they took the money out of my account but didn't get my didn't put my uh, order through, and so I'm just really irritated and frustrated because it's like I want my fucking bed set. Um, but they also took my money and I have no bed set, so I'm just kind of really irritated with that bullshit. But you know, whatever, we'll get it figured out. Um, hopefully soon, <laughs> because yeah, hopefully who soon. has the time? And that shit was expensive, so that's a nice little hold on my account right now. So, yeah. it's like, if I want to go in store and buy it, it would be like, but my account. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, we'll see. We'll we'll see. But right now, they still piss me off. I want my money. The girl who I talked to last week was just, like, really over it. So, like, she didn't do take none of the precautions. And I had to call again today, because she was like, oh, it was a hold, a false hold, whatever. They're going to refund your, your money in 24 hours. And I'm like, okay. I called today, 72 hours later, and she was just like, um, I talked to somebody else, and they did all the precautions, looked at my shit 18 different, uh, under 18 different things, like, Mm -hmm. okay, no, it's really not on here. Then she got my information from my bank and called them to get the whole taken off and everything like that. So it was just like, she was actually being very proactive instead of reactive. I don't know, the bitch I talked to was just lazy first time but the the woman that i talked to today was amazing and she actually got the shit taken care of i'm still waiting for my money to be back i need to check that <laughs> but um she was still very cool about everything yeah. um so uh but you know whatever keep it pushing so uh hendrix uh, where can they reach you you can reach me on instagram and twitter at noli hendrix that's at N-O-E-L-L-Y-H-E-N-D-R-I-X on Instagram and Twitter. Where can I reach you at, Casey? You can reach me, Casey, at um, 
K-A-Y underscore I-N-R-E-E-L-L-I-F-E. That is K underscore in real life on Instagram and on Twitter. You can reach us at the 2 a.m. podcast. Um, um, and that is oh, sorry. <laughs> the 2 a.m. podcast on Facebook um, and on Twitter. Twitter. So like us, uh, follow us, um, subscribe, repost. All that different kind of stuff. Comment all that good stuff on our Facebook page, on SoundCloud, on Stitcher, on uh, what else is there? iTunes. Um, leave us reviews, and we still like those. I haven't checked that in a while. Um, I'm trying to think what else. <laughs> <laughs> what else is there? Oh, Podmosphere. Shout out to We All Win. Shout out to Pod and Family. Pies and Color. All of that good stuff. Um, the mental health tip for the week. This lovely week is all about hobbies, right? Who doesn't have any hobbies? Well, people don't have hobbies. But hobbies are good for you, though, (laughs) as far as a coping mechanism. Having creative outlets such as listening to music, drawing, or gardening are great ways to relax and relieve stress every day. I know that I love music. Um, It's a very major part, integral part, I think, of our lives, especially in this generation, ciphering through the bullshit. And, you know, just... uh, have a good way you know the the hers and the scissors of the world make it even better for us to get through everything and if you're feeling really dark i like green day um paramore is good punk rock bands are really good for depression shit simple plan has some nice little hits about your life sucking um, what lincoln park oh lincoln park as well definitely i don't know if that was still touchy okay but um <laughs> if you want to listen to that because shit i mean obviously it would okay you know what whatever anyways so definitely better. <laughs> Hobbies. So just get something to occupy your time. Read a book. You know what I'm read saying? A book, do a book. something awesome. Take on a project. Do some crocheting. You know what I'm saying? Some um what is the other shit called? Uh, Meditate, knitting. yoga. Meditate. Go you know to the gym, workout. Yeah, working out is a good one too. Run that stress off. All that kind of good stuff. So, um, that is gonna actually wrap it up for us this week. So, uh, any last words? Just because shit is fucked up right now doesn't mean you have to stop trying. All right. That's good. All right. We'll um, catch you guys next week. All right. Peace. Say bye, man. Bye.